0: This is episode number four of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. got a skirt. Got a skirt. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. So we are back. The Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where today I wanted to talk to you about the purpose of wealth. Um, I've grown up in churches, in church and churches, and I'm a big student of the Bible. And of course, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil, and I agree with that. At the end of the day, if you love money, you do get yourself in a lot of trouble. But it is possible to love money and be rich and it is possible to love money and be broke. Either way it's not a good thing. On the other hand, if a person is an entrepreneur, if a person is taking the initiative, dr- uh, jumping out into the unknown, doing something that they've never done before on a business on a business side and they're spending their money and they're they're they're, they're sacrificing At the end of the day, these people aren't doing it just for free. These people are doing it with the intention of making money back. So the question is, how does one really become an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur in business, be Christian, make a lot of money, and somehow bypass the... The, the, the st- not the stumbling block, but the, 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 the boulder of the love of money. And the only way I can think about it is when we have to define what is the true purpose of wealth. Now, wealth at the end of the day is not a bad thing. Money is not a bad thing. Money is neutral. Money only amplifies who you are. And it simply makes you more of what you are. So at the end of the day, money's not a bad thing. But I think that, especially for entrepreneurs and future world-changing entrepreneurs, we need to really understand what is the motivation for becoming wealthy. And the motivation for becoming wealthy at the end of the day is to do God's work. Doesn't matter what his work is in your life. His work overall needs to be done so that requires money. Let me give you an example. So... R.G. Letourneau was actually a Christian businessman. He was a multimillionaire. He was an industrialist. He, he did a lot of great things with his work. And, and if you really wanted to get an idea of who he was and what he did, you want to read his autobiography, which is Mover of Men and Mountains. And later on in his business career, he was doing a lot of uh, speaking, And so at one point, he was actually speaking to a group of businessmen and Christians. And he said something that was really, really like profound. He said, we know as businessmen that when we have a product that won't work, it won't sell. And we hunt around until we get a product that will work and sell. Now, I ask you, what's the use of having a religion that won't work? If I had a religion that limped along during the week And maybe worked only on Sunday or while you're in church. I don't think I'd be very sold on it. I think I'd turn into a new model that works seven days a week. That would work when I was at church. In my home or on the plant. And that is what Christianity does. Then he went on to say, the preachers can tell us that Christianity works. They are God's salesmen selling salvation and the Christian way of life. But unless we businessmen support them and testify that Christianity is the driving power of our business, you'll always have doubters claiming that religion is all talk and no production. This man is basically saying that like you have preachers who are selling Christian Christianity and, and some people might be offended, by that, but, but they really are a good preacher is selling uh, selling somebody on the benefits of accepting Christ and entrusting their lives to him, so on and so forth. At the end of the day, these people need to be funded. Now, these people who are selling Christianity are not necessarily as good at getting the funds to sell that Christianity. Whereas you do have businessmen who are good, who have learned to be good at making money to fund those people to help them to do what needs to be done. So at the end of the day, the purpose of wealth, the purpose of money, the purpose of being debt free, the purpose of being financially independent, is so that you can participate in doing what God would want you to do. Whether that be giving individually, whether that be giving corporately, whether that be uh, feeding and clothing and helping and and all those different things, it is so that you can do this to the glory of God. You can't do this when you're really in debt. You can't do this when you have a job that you don't like. You can't do this when you have uh, $50 worth of expenses and you have $60 in your account. It's really not easy to do this. It isn't. But let me give you one more example. So I'm not sure uh, you guys know about Henry Corwell Parson, but he was a serial entrepreneur, real estate investor, successful businessman, and he was known as the founder of Quaker Oats Company. But when he was 18 years old, he went to a service that completely changed his life because he was listening to the businessman who turned evangelist in one D.L. Moody and Moody was self-educated, but not very polished, but he was extremely passionate. He was on fire for God. And he spoke about doing big things for God and expecting big things from God. And he spoke about wanting to save a thousand people and he wanted to talk about saving all these people for the glory of God. And he did that and he did all these things and he and he and he spoke to the people in that congregation about believing God for those big things. Now. Parson was in the back and he was completely mesmerized. And the passion and authority that Moody spoke with had him transfixed. And towards the end of the service, he was broken. There were tears streaming down his face. And he, this 18-year-old little boy, quietly slipped out of the church. He was deep in thought. How could he be the man who could change nations for God? How could he be that man? So he thought about it, he said, I can't really preach like Moody, but he thought maybe I could support men like Moody by learning how to make money. And so after he left the service, quietly, walking down the street, he says, oh God, if you will allow me to make money to be used for your service. I'll keep my name out of it. I'll do it so you get the glory. That's all I'm saying right now. Like, I think you should be chasing wealth, at, not chasing wealth, but I think you should become so valuable. I think you should, um, at the end of the day, be building assets. I think you should be solving problems to the point that you become so wealthy, but understand the real purpose of it. The purpose is not for the jet. Not for the Benz, not for the Tesla, not for any, not for, not for a plane. Those are nice. But the real purpose of true wealth in the life of any believer is to do God's work. To support God's men, support God's women who are telling people about Christ and who are changing lives for the glory of God. So that's all I got. I want you to just really think about that and even pray that prayer. Oh, God, if you will allow me to make money to be used for your service, I'll keep my name out of it. I'll do it so you'll get the glory. And I believe that if you come to God on that simple basis of trust and faith, I believe that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a blessed one.